Nathan, thanks for coming. We're really happy to have you on the podcast. This is a podcast? We don't know. Uh, yeah, no, nobody's actually sure what's happening right now. I think that's very apparent. That's true. Drink. bartender pour it long hey bartender make them strong you're listening to the long pour the podcast where we drink and bring you our favorite drinking conversations you are with the a-man and crusty dusty this week on the podcast we have the famous nathan peters from turbo slacker um famous that might be infamous date dayton famous dayton famous maybe yeah he, that, people that know makes him. more sense people know him you know uh if if you were uh you know, a MySpace follower. I was huge for a small minute, you know. My, MySpace was the thing back in the day. It was. That 2006, 2007, oh, like, yeah. something around yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody, like, you, you had the page open and you knew instantly whatever someone's favorite song at the moment was because that was playing on every on yes, every background. Yes. That also, was when you could still pay for ringtones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Right. That's probably the only reason people our age know how to write code and html yeah um lots yeah. of nickelback I, I feel like i clicked on lots of friends and there was lots of 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 nickelback yeah. just blaring in my ears yeah. we but also live live in ohio so that right you'll a have a little that. more sense you know it is what it is good times like n- never good times as long as we never ever Repeat. see those exactly yeah. never again <laughs> ever 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 but hey man it's like really good to be with you guys and nathan crusty was telling me that like hey you're like hey man crusty you guys are both like really awesome handsome dudes that are oh, very shit. funny and very big deals and you listen to our podcast all the time like, like multiple times per day and you yeah, wanted to be yeah, a guest yeah, is that yeah. what is that true i mean oh i feel like I've heard that you guys have a podcast. <laughs> oh, you lied to me? You always oversell everything. I, I do. <laughs> I'm very, sorry. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not, you know, we, no, we, I, I, I've seen some things. I think it's exciting, it, and that's why I'm here tonight. Cr- Krusty got like, drunk. Yeah. Krusty got drunk, tied you up, and you ended up at our podcast pretty it, it, much in some sort of that's, kidnapping that's thing. That's pretty close to yeah, what happened. Yeah, that, yeah, okay. There's, there's a true story. You know, it's funny. One of our... Uh, friends that follows us on social media said to me the other week he's like i love your drinking videos i said you're a fan of the podcast and he says you have a podcast (laughs) god that that angers me so much like to my core but it's also hilarious you know it's also like how difficult it is to start anything right that that's that's the the reality of the world is like you know i've i've been in music my entire life and I still have people that are like, I didn't know you did music. That's crazy. It, yeah, especially people that I kind of know, and I'm like, the fuck right? You, hey, uh, what, you're you're friends with me on Facebook, you <laughs> motherfucker. Like you've seen many, many yes. things, many posts, yes. and many announcements, and just many, many things. Yeah, about it, it. like for twenty mm. plus years. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Speaking so of cool, which, fun. Uh, you want to give everybody a little bit about your musical background? 
Um, sure. So, um, again, my name is Nathan Peters. I'm a chef's last local musician in Dayton, Ohio. Um, my parents were both music educators um, and and performance artists. Um, my mom wrote musicals when I was a kid. I I was in a play. I was in a musical that my mom wrote uh, called "The Problem with the Penguins" when I was like seven years old. So um, that's when you started wearing tights. That's when I, that's when the tights came out. Right. No, that now, was, now it's just a comfort thing. That was actually Johnny Skeeky because oh, okay, they, they put me in operas and shit. Like when I was a kid, like it was like, any, oh yeah, we got this kid. He can kind of sing. Here, have him. He, he can learn a line. So uh, you know, I was in Johnny Skeeky it for the Dayton Opera twice as a five and six year old, and my line was, "Someone went, who is it?" And I was like, "Johnny Skeeky." You know, God so, damn. So nice. like my entire youth, it was like that footage needs to be unearthed. Yes. Uh, and, and it might not exist, but you that's know, that's a shame. I, I agree. Cause you know, home recording with video was probably a little more scarce in the early eighties truth, like 86 or whatever. I'm 41. But so like, you know, we, we grew up in a, you know, my parents are both music educators. We grew up you know, singing in choirs, um, you know, my parents would beg me or pay me to be in their choirs over the years. And even much recently, you know, like I get paid to be in some of those choirs cause I can read music. I can't tell you what that note is on the, the thing, but I can read it and I can sing it. Right. So like I went through high school, started getting into bands. Um, I joined, I had a band called vinyl dies in the very early two thousands and then I joined a band called Pig Eye Jackson, and then I joined a band called Captain of Industry, who kind of slightly blew up internationally. Like, we had fans from Japan to Europe to the United States. We did a bunch of uh, tours. How many fans? Like, well, in Japan? Because like, we have three. Yeah. Now, three is good. <laughs> so, I, but like, I at, can't back up. That we three actually of have us three. Counting that number, <laughs> we're not in Japan. <laughs> at least two of us yeah. do. Yeah. We had in some in some other country. We have a fan. Yeah, and and that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But so, like, for the internet, early internet age, like we had like fifty thousand songs on plays on one of our songs mm-hmm. on. MySpace. Mm-hmm. It's hard to even say it mm-hmm. because it doesn't ex- really exist That's in the format. That's still pretty incredible. Yeah, it 50, was fifty thousand. Yeah, and and we were touring. Like we went on the west coast. We went in south. We went to the east. We went to Canada. We did a lot of touring. Um, fun enough. Like we were. We were like at one point in time we were touring, and Mouth of the Architect was right behind us the entire tour, doing a tour with. Uh, the really big band. Rune? No, Mouth of the Architect was touring no, were they with... touring with Rune? No. Uh, no, or... they were... Maybe Rune. It was a really big band, like a really big metal band. Anyway, it was just another date and side Dead note. Dead Blue Sky? Is that them by no, chance? No, but I know Dead Blue Sky. Okay. Chris Common. Yeah, they toured Europe. when He toured Europe when he was 16. I, I digress. So all metal, like, Nate, for, for people that aren't, like, super familiar with, like, the Dayton music scene, like... Just general listeners, like what type of music, like strange rock and roll, mm-hmm. um, more on the prog side, which is weird because we we all of our big tours we did were with like a dub reggae ska band called the Slackers, who are international phenomenons, right? Mm-hmm. Like they 
they do 200 dates a year mm-hmm. and they only get bigger as time goes on. But you know, like it music's one of those weird things like even those guys, right? Like when when one of them tries to go out and do solo tours, it's much harder than you know, name means so much in music. So like we did Captain for like 8 years, right? Total right. before we split up. I you know, we did a reunion a couple years ago and every time we've done a reunion show in Dayton or Cincinnati it's just been flooded but you know we played just as many shitty fucking terrible shows in every fucking city we've ever played in you know so it music's one of those it's just a weird thing like and then there's these young groups that are just like slamming and they're like yeah I'm gonna I'm only gonna play my whole my this new record and and our tickets are eighty eight dollars like that's nuts I, I never charged more than five dollars for a show in Dayton Ohio for decades literally decades right. and somebody convinced me that yeah you know you should charge like a little more for any show. Absolutely. I personally am a big fan of yours. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I got the pleasure of seeing you twice this previous weekend at the Beatles rooftop show. You guys killed. Thank you. Um, but, you know, this is a drinking podcast, and I've always imagined as a musician up on stage, which I know you've been up there quite a few times, and everybody's down there drinking. I know I am at shows. I imagine from time to time you've probably seen some pretty crazy stuff. Oh, uh, well, just I've experienced a lot of crazy things touring. We'll take we'll take either either stuff you've done, partaken in or yeah. seen, but we want we want your crazy. Well, so my crazy is not crazy at all. We want somebody's we want we I'll want your crazy you somebody's crazy. Yeah, and then we want somebody's yeah. actual crazy. Yeah. But yes. You know, a great story to me is Jeremy Fredericks, who is a beloved musician who's recent, uh, not so recently passed away, right? But he was a wild card, always forever a wild card, mm-hmm. right? So Captain of Industry did like a four-day tour with them. Uh, day two, we're in Tennessee, outside of Nashville, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, okay? okay. And we're playing this like weird biker bar, mm. We go in, and Jeremy, like, just decides at this show in particular, when we're in a biker bar, he's going to wear um, a full Catholic priest outfit, okay? I love it. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's exactly the place you should probably wear a gigantic um, priest outfit, right? Um, so, but, like, when we get in there, they're like, you can't start a tab, all these things, right? So we play the show. It's 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 packed. It's a ton of fun, right? Mm. And um, we get paid at the end of the night, right? And uh, it, it, it's been a really good night. They have to, like, run because Jeremy somehow convinced somebody to let him start a tab and ran, ran up, like, $200 in jello shots somehow. But somehow he convinced he convinced some a bar that does not allow tabs to give him a tab. <clears throat> and he's in a priest outfit. And he's like, yeah, yeah, Jesus they it's going to let you take this. They thought it was a message from the Lord. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that all happens, right? And then we're going to stay at the lead singer's house. One, they don't have plumbing. We we find this out when we get there. Two, we find out that their entire house is covered in two feet of trash. Like McDonald's trash. Um, just random garbage. So this is where we're going to go sleep. Like 14 people. Mm. Okay. 
So that's not great, right? But then they also had two feral mating cats Mm. that, like, were trying to kill each other the entire night. At the same time, the couple was fighting for hours. And then, after the hours of fighting stopped, they fucked for like three hours. You gotta, if you're if you're fighting that long, you got to have makeup sag for yeah. equally as as long, providing you can, you know, perform. Yeah, so it was basically like a lower end Marriott. It was it was basically like staying at the Marriott, you know, at a cheaper price, which I appreciate because <laughs> I'm a frugal person. Mm-hmm. You know, where's the it, continental breakfast? It was just wild. It was wild. The next day, we played Paducah, Kentucky, at an armory. Mm-hmm. Who's ever heard of Paducah, Kentucky? We barely, with maps, could find our way. This is before you could just plug in an area and go to it. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't even know today that you could plug in that area and find your way mm-hmm. there. Kentucky roads in the in the nowhere land are very, very hard to navigate. Oh, I digress. It's a nightmare. Yeah, it's a nightmare. We were uh, playing at an armory in Paducah, Kentucky. We bought four cases of beer. They were gone in an hour. Nice. Mainly Jeremy, who's mm. this beloved human to me, mm-hmm. who's tried to fight me like four or five times. Mm-hmm. I still love, love, love him mm-hmm. because I just loved the, the magic he brought. Mm. He was a magician, you know, like an alchemist, you know. He just knew how to make the thing wild. And sometimes it did, it worked and sometimes it didn't. And when it didn't, it didn't. But so this is a, a, an amazing story about what, where it did happen, right? Like he, they, they played first, the human reunion, played first at this armory. There was a lot of people there and there was a do- somebody with a dog there. And he just kept going on and on about how, dude, this is, it's really fucked up. You got your dog here, man. You know, that's really shitty. You know, you know, dogs have really good hearing. Um, You know, you're probably killing your dog's hearing, but whatever. And these are like hardcore fago fucking insane clown posse kids, right? Like they had, they they were all decked out. Juggalos. Juggalos. These were juggalos. Took me a minute, but. And he riled them up to the point where they fucking cornered him outside, mm-hmm. right? They were, like, about to beat his ass mm-hmm. for talking shit about this dog because they were saying the dog was deaf, mm-hmm. and it didn't fucking matter. So, like, yeah, he's like, ah, I'm doing my Jeremy thing. And he was like, uh, actually, you know, I had a dog who died of hearing damage, and, and that's why I was so upset about you having this dog here. And, like, he made – he was, like, the person who could just, like – Find his way out of anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he just, like, he took this thing and it was, like, immediately, like, could create the story. He was about to be murdered. He was about to be murdered by Juggalos. And he was like, oh, boy. And, and they were, like, hugging him at the mm-hmm. end of the night. It was amazing. Like, Sharing their Fago with him and yeah. everything. It was, like, a four-day tour. It was wild. Every night was something happened. And I can't, probably can't remember all the things that happened, but it was a beautiful experience. Mm. Um, you know, that, that's just like, and you know, we made, we made no money mm. on any tour. Even when we had guarantees, we were playing in a thousand seater room. We got 150 bucks and we had an eight, 18 hour drive in California to the next stop. Mm-hmm. You, you don't make money. We were lucky enough to have somebody allow us to make, to get paid at the show. Like a lot of these big shows, tours, there's labels or family money or things that are happening like, a lot of the early 2000s stuff, like, 
I think a lot of those bands got big because they were talented, but they also had like like rich families where they could just be like homeless, help. Mm-hmm. you know, like and not homeless because mm-hmm. somebody was paying their bills. And that's that's where we are at with music now, which is sad. But at the same time, it's like there's things available to us. Like figure it out. People blow up. TikTok seems to be a thing. I uh, I was out in Vegas a number of years ago, and I saw a big at one point a big country. St- star it was recently as early 2000s like major like top 10 hits like crossover into like pop music and everything mm-hmm. and and it just was so interesting about the rise and fall of the and that fall is probably too difficult of a, of a word but you only stay on top. if you ever get the fortune to make it to the top you only stay there for so long before you go and Nathan's doing the smidgen sign right here. The, um, the, the little peewee. Mm-hmm. The little peewee. Yeah. <laughs> you're up there for a little pee-pee of time. And and then, you know, nature is. You're, you're, the, the next new thing comes in. So, anyways, this big who had been filling out, like, arenas and stadiums. He I saw an ad for him playing at, like, a pool at, like, the M Hotel in Out <laughs> Vegas. Like, so that that's the rise and fall. You do it for... If you love it, you do it because you love it. And, yeah. and if you get the chance for some fame for a little, you know, little bit, you take it. But then you end, you end up playing at a hotel. Yeah. Pool. They're, 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 it's yeah. circular. Start I, at the bottom, finish at the bottom kind of. Yeah. I've never been, I've never, I've always started at the bottom, mm. never gotten paid. Like musicians can get paid in big bands. Also don't give a fuck because mm. I just love music. So mm-hmm. like. The fact that like this generation doesn't want to pay for it, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy to be around and 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 surrounding myself with like cool musicians, like the Turbo Slacker guys. I was promoting a punk show for some old school punk bands in Dayton on a Thursday night that should have pulled out every single person in Dayton. Mm-hmm. Didn't there was like thirty people there, mm-hmm. and somebody um, from the, Nate Wayne Scott from Turbo Slacker. Somebody pointed him out and me out to him and was like, he's been trying to play with people in Dayton and figure out who to, who to play with. Somebody pointed me out to him and he was like, you want to talk to that guy? So like this random guy came up and he was like, hey, are you playing tonight? I'm like, no, I'm just going to help him promote the show. He was basically living at Bob's at that time. And he was like, let me show you some stuff. And he showed me some stuff. It was really cool. He's, he's an insane person where literally like I had to mute him. Because I'll get like text messages at like four in the morning. Get bo- sometimes. A whole book like, of text messages. Like, uh, dude, I can't, you know, like th- I could only deal with it for about a month. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you're muted. I will look at it in the morning and respond appropriately. But, you know, very much a prolific songwriter type. He was in a cool band in the early 2000s that did a bunch of awesome stuff out in LA. Mm-hmm. They're Cincinnati based folks. Um, you know, like, and then we got Gus, who was in the sailing for Turbo Slacker, because he, you know, he's an amazing human and also a good drummer and also available because there are very few drummers in town that are worth their weight in salt. Gus is one of them. Ian Kaplan, um, John Lakes, who um, I don't think is playing, who is in Captain of Mystery. I don't think he's playing with much music now but mm-hmm. that that dude like can play everybody's instrument better than them mm-hmm. you know there are people like that but it, it's also like they get to a point where they're like yeah i don't i don't want to do this anymore because it's dayton ohio like mm-hmm. you've got to get out of dayton as a musician and like we're already booked cincinnati 
Columbus. They're, they're, they're working hard, and the cool thing is they're working really hard, and I've made all these regional connections over the years where I can just be like, hey, you want to play this thing with us? Mm-hmm. You know, our first Cincinnati show is going to be at the Woodward Theater, mm-hmm. which is a dope venue in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. It's a fundraiser for um, basically like, you know, the Kentucky radio station that shut down at WNKU? Does that ring a bell? I don't believe so. Okay. It was like after WOXY shut down, mm-hmm. WNKU was like the last standing like independent radio station. Inhaler, that's the name of the the. It, it's going to be a benefit for Inhaler, which is okay, like great, you know, like WNKU, which was a college radio station shut down, and then you know they they were shutting down, and some people that worked there started like uh like a streaming service called Inhaler, which is like. It's it's a radio station. They play like really cool independent music. So like, you know, I I've I've played music festivals in Cincinnati to like like sixteen thousand people in my youth. You know, played with Mates of State, like all these fucking awesome bands. And then now, like my first show in my new band in Cincinnati, like where a lot of people love me, is at the dopest place in town. It's that's, magic. It's magic. That's fantastic, buddy. Yeah. I um, don't expect to make a dime. On that note, I think it's time for a shot, guys. Yeah, let's fucking All take right. a drink. Shot clock. obviously didn't get into crusty here please check us out on the instagram or tiktok the long pour 80 proof that's number 80 twitter at pour long we're also on facebook with your mother and tell a friend about the podcast this episode's brought to you by the dayton real estate crush team they are always ready to help you with your real estate goals whether it's crushing it, finding your dream home, or sharing a drink, they will be there for you. You can find the team at DaytonRealEstateCrush.com. They're here for all your real estate needs. And we are back from the shot clock and multiple drinks of tequila. And Nathan prepared for us a special pork chop uh, because he is also a chef extraordinaire, and I do want to talk about food because I'm a, I'm in my heart, I'm a fat kid. But you know, before we went on the shot clock, we were talking about uh, music, and I just want to wrap up uh, just two things there, uh, real quick, if that's sure. cool. Yeah, absolutely. I believe. Okay, well, first there was recently you played uh, a Beatles tribute, correct? That is correct. So the Beatles are one of the greatest bands of all time. So I just want to ask you very quick. Beatles, Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, fuck, marry, kill. Who would you fuck? Who would you marry, kill? As a band. As a band. All, all, all their members. Yes. Shit. Don't, don't overthink it. Just. Yeah, yeah. Boom, um, boom, boom. Let, let's get them to piss somebody off. Yeah, exactly. I would uh, marry Led Zeppelin. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, they had some travesty, but 
honestly, like, very good band. Mm-hmm. And they're still around. Mm-hmm. I would like to still be alive. And then uh, who would I, what? So that so that's your Mary. So you're marrying Led Zeppelin. So you have to either fuck or kill between. Oh, I would the fuck be- the Beatles. Okay. Yeah, because, like, goddamn super humans. And they were around in uh, an age where, like, you fuck anything. So I guess I'm fucking the Beatles. It just makes sense, doesn't it? And then what's the other thing? And then that means you have to kill. So you're killing the Rolling Stones. Oh, I don't want to kill anybody. You have no choice. That's the that's the that's the measure. Okay, well, of let the... me like. I, okay, then I then I kill Nickelback. <laughs> They're not even okay, an option. Yeah, but I Nathan it, makes his own. I rules. make my own options. <laughs> yeah. so uh, he is a, he is Nickelback. a true rocker. A true rocker. Yeah, making I don't his want own to kill rules. the Beatles or the Stones <laughs> or anybody else. Like, okay, if you're giving me that option, look, we're killing something that's trash, garbage can who in fact i would like to second killing nickelback who in fact copyrighted a record the same time that i did for captain of industry called the great divide Uh uh-huh and i am i'm still in a legal battle quote unquote with bmi over who like so capital records has been claiming all my royalties all this year all these years since the Great Divide came out in two thousand and seven, are you kidding me? No, that's and, crazy. And, and, and I've I've put in a request that they uh, stop claiming my royalties. I want my two dollars and thirty three cents every quarter. Absolutely. You know what? And and you shouldn't get it, Capitol Records, for a record that you do not own the copyrights of. Absolutely, it's not the money; it's the principle. It's not the money; it's the principle. Hello. Yeah, that's completely understandable. Yeah. Fuck those motherfuckers. Well, let's kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, let's, yeah, yeah. Not, let's not kill any band. You know what? Scott Staff. The, yeah. You know, can you take me higher? No, probably not, but, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, sure. Yeah. Let's, let's get, let's get the, let's get the, the, the labels, the record label, the producers. We'll, we'll kill them. We'll let the music makers make music. Yeah. And, and then they can yeah, either be. Yeah, kill nobody that makes. Yeah. Because whatever, can, like. Be loved or hated, but but Can a lot. Can you take but me higher? Probably not. Yeah. But you know, you took somebody higher. Yes, mainly yourself. They were very, very. They, they were a very popular band for a few yeah, years. So they a, took they took a, several a very people popular. Higher. Shit they made a lot garbage. of bros very yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody who was like, "Man, I want to work out today." They were like, "Yeah." Let's let's take it higher. <laughs> yeah, so wait, who who do you think is more who's more mocked now, Nickelback or Creed? Who were both for oh, like they're for, they're both like it's it's a it's a it's a, it's like are they different what, bands? What is different? They are. Apple or mm-hmm. an Apple? <laughs> Same thing. They're both in a in a trash pile of garbage fire to me. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Nathan. I just did. <laughs> he has such a smile. Well. I'm yeah. with you. Dude, Absolutely. I, yeah. I want to be noted that we we go off the rails on this podcast sometimes, and we usually Take I say something offensive, and like Krusty always apologize, like always without doubt apologizes. And I just want to note that we, you just shit on two 
uh, one point very popular bands, and he's not even thinking about issuing an apology at and all. He's just, no apology, yeah, yeah. apology yeah, he's, necessary. He, he's just no, like no God. He's like goddamn right. Yeah, but, yeah, one million percent mm, right. So, so after that very, very aggressive shitting on uh, of bands, uh, real quick, because I do want to talk about food. There's a there's a music festival uh, coming up in the fall, real quick. Do you just want to talk about it? Like I very, very uh, Turbo Slacker will be there, right? Food. I, I'm giving you a chance to talk about uh, a music fest. Okay, I, real quick. So, real quick, uh, Dayton Music Fest. Um, I have been hosting it for about six years. Mm-hmm. Um, it got passed along to me. It's been in multiple hands in Dayton. Basically, it goes to the person that somebody feels like they know everybody in town. Mm-hmm. And, and can make things happen, right? And every year it's like this, like, what can I find that ties it all together? Mm-hmm. Um, so Dayton Music Fest, the uh, I believe it's the 18th and 19th of October or the 19th and 20th. I cannot remember. It's the point. Friday and Saturday of that weekend, though, right? Correct. Yes. Maybe the third weekend in October. Maybe the second. Uh, you know, somewhere in that range. And all I will say is that it's 19 years running. It's a bar hopping festival, right? Mm-hmm. You see, it's Dayton music sent focused, right? So it's uh oh, it's the 20th and 21st. 20th and 21st. Okay. Close all enough. Right. Close enough. Golly goodness. Jeez Louise. You 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 got the month right. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty close. Um. Let's let, let hey. On our shot clock, man, uh, we you grilled us up an amazing pork chop. You're also Nathan uh, uh, set uh, the bar for guests high. He showed up with amazing pork chops and killed it. Yes, and I'm not lying here. Best pork chop I've ever had in my mm. entire life. It, w- it was amazing. You went to culinary school. Uh, let's just, I mean, fun casually. Like you, you're you want to impress a lady. First date, like you really, really like her. What chef Nathan are you? Are you making her? So I'm gonna get some really nice fillets, something that has like an almost A5 Wagyu marbleization, right? Like it's just just sparkled with with fat, right? And so a nice marbling of the steak. Yes. Uh huh. And then I'm going to. Now is Wagyu like is that the beef that you gets like fed wine and jerked off and and just they live like True a better story. better life than most than, than <laughs> most story. than most humans yeah, yeah, or is right. that Kobe or is no. that all the Japan beef? Well, it's all the yeah. Japan they beef. somehow found some <laughs> yeah. leprechauns yeah. to go blow the cows. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, I would I would I would consider changing my life to be one of those cows, even even knowing the end. I game. was so worried <laughs> you were gonna say one of those leprechauns. <laughs> oh, oh. You know what, cows, leprechauns. Right. You know, for us meat eaters, yes. right? Yes. You know, there's this practice that happens with these animals, mm-hmm. right? That makes it ridiculously good. So, uh, you know, I might not if I was really trying to impress a date, mm-hmm. honestly, I'm not buying a5 Wagyu. Okay, okay. I am maybe buying strips from Dots Market okay. in Centerville because they have some Japanese Wagyu strips that are probably not actually Japanese. I don't know what they are, but I, I, I don't love think Dots that. too. Lo- yeah, local, the, the local. Owner of Dots is one of the nicest people. In the lo- yeah, local, sure. local grocery store. 
great, great meat department. I'm buying something nice. Mm-hmm. I might show off my culinary skills mm-hmm. by making a Bernays sauce for said filet. Excellent. You know, which is egg yolks, and you can't overcook them, mm-hmm. and then clarified butter, and a, a mix of tarragon, champagne vinegar, shallots, garlic, salt and pepper, mm-hmm. and you let that simmer, right? Mm-hmm. You you let all those fresh ingredients infuse into the garlic shallots. I, I am getting highly aroused. Yes, yes. I, I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then, you know, use that acid base to basically make mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, uh, for you listeners at home that don't know what mayonnaise is, it's egg yolks, vegetable oil and acid, mm-hmm. lemon juice. Mm-hmm. Bernays is said ingredients in acid, right? Mm-hmm. That you that you reduce. Fuck the French, right? Mm-hmm. They're so fucking goddamn good at cooking. So pretentious. They, they, so, they, they made, made the all these things. They're One, so pretentious, but so good at cooking. The, the first fu- the first cookbook that is known to humanity is from France. So you let those things simmer, and then you warm your egg yolks, and then you have clarified butter where you take out all the, the milk fat and, mm-hmm. and water from butter, mm-hmm. and you make this clarified liquid, right? And then you mix that into your egg yolks that are warmed mm-hmm. and your your liquid of amazingness, mm-hmm. vinegar, mm-hmm. and clarified butter. And it is just it's a rich depth flavor of amazing. I could eat, I literally spoon Bernays in my mouth with <laughs> almost anything, and I'm eating Bernays. Well, I've been fortunate enough to eat Chef Nathan's food mm-hmm. quite a few times, and I can truly attest to it. He is an amazing chef, cook. But uh, along those lines, I, I do quite a bit of reading about chefs. I'm really big fan of Anthony Bourdain, chef culture. I've worked in kitchens, not on your level, um, sure. but I've worked in kitchens. I've even read La Brew's Gastronomique. Um, nice. But I also know kitchen life is crazy because you either work in a kitchen because you're called to it or because you can't do anything else. So I imagine, you know, long pour style, that you've seen some absolute debauchery in the kitchen yeah those are that's the story we want to hear i mean in a lot of instances it's just sad because like you'll meet someone right you hire them in a position and then like they're doing well because they're on a path to doing well and like in anywhere right absolutely nursing homes anywhere right like someone has the skills to do the job right and then they're using a uh a mandolin and they're nodding off using a mandolin a mandolin like folks don't use it without a guard one but if you're gonna use it without a guard you need to be so of sound mind yeah it's not a great time to have the heroin nods no I, I, I was watching somebody one time, like, mandolin vegetables while they are talking to me. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're really close to cutting off your fingertips. Not the time to make eye contact. Not the time to make eye contact. I've cut off parts of my own fingers completely sober. Because it's just like, you you know, you get a skill and you think you know it. And then you cut off your finger. Wait, so what? 
I got to ask, because I'm OCD, so going to a restaurant, uh, what uh, chance are that I've been served some sort of soup or some kind of uh, food that has had a, a fingertip? <laughs> and I, I, I just got to know. Yeah, Adam just needs throw to know number. what his chances are of getting hepatitis soup. Yeah, I mean, one, you're not going to get hepatitis soup because if it's cooked, it's yeah, hot. I, 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 get, I get the rules. I get not the in Nathan's rules. kitchen. I, I get anyways. the rules. Just, just tell, no, me, about, just tell saying, me about the fingertips. I'm, I'm just saying if it's hot, mm. you're probably not getting right. the, the hepatitis soup. Right, right, right. Um, past that, I so mean. You're saying there's maybe a, a hepatitis. Uh, like, leave the hepatitis out of this. Like, but, you have, yeah. Do you ever <laughs> shut up? Ever, ever, ever. No. Always with the hepatitis. Just tell me about the fingertips. Well, See, now I'm now I'm so like. Hopefully, if somebody cuts off their fingertip, mm, they notice it. They notice that, it. That, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm they hoping for that as well. I'm hoping that as well. Take themselves yeah. to the L- hospital. Ladle that shit and out, Everything please. that they've been working mm-hmm. on is removed, mm-hmm. and you don't eat any mm-hmm. of it. That's the that that's the gold bar right there. Yeah, that's like that's. The wish and hope for the entire universe, right? Yes. If that doesn't happen, Mm. I don't know, maybe 50%. (laughs) 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 This is comforting me in no way whatsoever. I'm sorry. I wanted to comfort, but like... A man is never eating in a restaurant again. I mean, you know, some people are just like, oh, I cut myself. I'm going to tape it up and make the rest of these salads. I mean, there are people that... The food industry is like notorious for like people just being like, "Yeah, I I just need to suffer through." Yeah, you know, I mean, because because we have to make this happen. Hey guys, and on that note, our Uber's waiting. I got to take these fools to a second location. Stay tuned. <laughs>